I'm Jakub Woigt, the CEO of Catalytic, and this is Unbundled. In this series, I help to demystify technology in the world of business. Join me as we explore how technology can make your business better. In this episode, we're chatting about unified communications, also known as UC. We're talking about the key elements of UC, why it's important, and what to expect in the future. By the end of this episode, you'll have a clearer idea of how UC can enhance your business communications. Today, I'm joined by Laurent Patan from Contenea. Laurent, welcome. Thanks, Yaku. Um, tell us a bit uh, about yourself, please. Um, well, um, I've been involved in the uh, exciting uh, world of the internet for pretty much all of my working career. Um, and uh, we uh, try to solve uh, business problems by making communication services easier and uh, more exciting. Okay, thank you. Fantastic. So let's start with the obvious question. Uh, what is UC? Um, so as you mentioned, UC or Unified Communications, I think as the name suggests, it's unifying a bunch of uh, communications technologies into a single platform or application that helps um, users make the best use of the various communications channels that they use in their, in their business lives. Okay, so, so let's make it real. What, what do those things mean? What are those typical so, elements? So when you look at a typical business, uh, you'd typically have telephone services, there'd be email services, uh, chatting applications, uh, video communications or video conferencing. And what we do is we unify all of those components into a single screen, a single pane of, gr- uh, single pane of glass. And uh, that just uh, um, makes it easy for people to access and just create a, a rich uh, user experience for uh, communications uh, uh, mediums. So if I'm uh, working in accounting and I've got no technical background of any sorts, what does that single pane of glass look like? Um, well, you'd probably be quite familiar with the applications that run on your on your mobile phone. We have similar applications that also run on mobile devices on your PC. It's intuitive. There's a graphical user interface, so it's a lot more intuitive to use and, and easy to access the features and just get on with what you need to do. Okay, so I think in the times where we are now and everybody's talking about this new way of working and, and all that type of stuff, I think that's obviously brought UC to the forefront a lot more. Because all of a sudden, the, what we've been used to for the past 20 years is, is now different. That's right. There have been a whole bunch of changes. And I think the problem with change is that typically people are quite resistant to that change. Um, so I think that um, when you start looking at the 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 risks that are involved in implementing unified communications, that's something that you should be aware of. There is, has to be some sort of change management process, and typically that involves a whole bunch of user training, getting people accustomed to the new technologies that they're using, and pointing out or highlighting the benefits that um, going through this change is going to bring about in their lives. Okay, cool. So I think um, uh, looking at some of the key statistics um, I found in preparation for the show, um, I read that re, uh, it's a 20, 2021, 20, late 2020 some uh, statistics. 34% of workers that previously commuted now work at least one day um, at home. 42% of the companies um, have increased their, their UC adoption. So there's a lot more that's all of a sudden uh, interested in this way of working. What really fascinated me is um, mobile video in UC is uh, two times more likely to improve customer service experience. 
and then um, next to in-personal meetings, video meetings is the mo- uh, video conferencing is the most preferred way of team meetings. And 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 I think maybe one of the things I'd like to unpack is probably when we talk about unified communications, everybody thinks of Zoom or or having a video call on on Teams or something like that. But I think it's a lot more than that. So. So can we can we maybe explore that a little bit? Certainly we can. So I think um, the names that you've mentioned there, Zoom and Teams, they've become really top of mind um, in the last year specifically based on, on the, the COVID situation that we've had and basically forced people to look at these technologies and to make a plan uh, when working from home and, and to find a mechanism to start in, to, to continue to interact with people in, in a, as normal fashion as possible. Um, so... I think the challenge with those uh, solutions, they're very accessible. Anyone can sign up for those services. You just need to find the link and you can start using it. Um, as I mentioned before, training and knowing how to use the technologies is quite quite critical. Um, and that's where uh, those types of applications typically would fall short from a service um, or support perspective. Um, so when people are looking at unified solutions, uh, they should also be looking for a vendor that can uh, support them and make sure that their users are actually getting the best value for for, for their money um, in investing in these types of technologies. Yes, it's actually fascinating because obviously we've all been doing a lot of these online meetings for the past um, couple of months. And what fascinates me is some of the recurring or regular meetings start the same way every single time. Can you hear me? Is my mic on? Uh, sorry, I can't hear you. You muted. And it, it fascinates me that that um, even as as long as we've been exposed to it, the this, the types of problems that happen um, is the same. Can you see? Can you see my screen? Uh, all of those type of things. So I think there's a, there's potentially and and you've been exposed to to in, a lot of user interaction and training. So other than than let's say for example the 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 fear of the of the new technology. What would you say are the major stumbling blocks in, in UC adoption or on-take? Um, well, I think there's probably probably th- three parts to that. So the one is a, a part of the technology is, is incorporating a number of different uh, uh, services or features into it. So typically when a person thinks of making a phone call with something, it's just a matter of lifting up a receiver, putting it to your ear, and off you go. Now all of a sudden you have to make sure that you've got a camera that's on, that you've got audio on, you've got mute features on and off, etc., etc. So just to get started with, there are a number of um, complications there. Uh, then I think also the, the the some of the benefits may also provide um, some stumbling blocks. So typically what we see is that um, on 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 a on a PC or even on a mobile device, because security is so important on these devices, often if you haven't set your security settings correctly, you might then disable inadvertently disable some one of the features that are required. So when you typically install these, you need to make sure that you've gone through the correct settings, enabled your microphone, enabled your screen, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and then the second part to that, from a security perspective, is if you're using um, you, if you're using the technology in a in a in in, in an enterprise type of environment, um, there would typically be security policies or IT uh, security policies that are in place, which would involve an IT administrator setting firewall rules, allowing certain ports and protocols, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, not to get too technical, but there would be. Um, 
the, the IT administrator or whoever's looking after your connectivity would also need to make sure that these services will work and, and run as they should. So I think that those are, are some of the key components. And then, as I mentioned before, just change and, and, and letting um, users understand the benefits that they are going to derive out of using these services and giving them the, the time and, and the, the training that they need to make the best use out of them. I think that's such a key point. Um, some of the other stats that I've seen is that poor conference calls can lead to a loss of um, an estimated $34 billion um, annually. They say that 85% of the participants experience issue with software and, and staying connected, which is what you spoke about now. And that 80%, uh, 86% of business owners consider workplace issues to be a direct a result of inadequate inadequate communications tools, but um, and that leads me to an, to another question. So everybody is jumped onto let's say this this online video conferencing bandwagon, if we want to call it that. But in the business world, traditionally, we used to communicate with our customers uh, by means of a telephone. So how do how do you merge those two worlds? Or um, do you find that still in industry, it's still very Two separate types of of scenarios or, or products. Um, well, I think ultimately, what what people would like to do is they'd like to meet face to face and and just have a direct conversation with customers. The, the experience is always a lot better, and there are a lot of subtle hints that you can pick up through body language, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Obviously, nowadays things are changing. Um, it's been been uh, uh, with lockdown, etc. It's been quite difficult to actually meet face to face. Now what we have is the, we have the ability to do video conferencing. You can see people. So I think probably one of the things that, that people should agree on is that when you do these types of calls, everyone should have their camera on. People shouldn't be shy to uh, smile and just mm. uh, greet each other as they would normally um, if they met face to face. So that would be the starting point to overcome the, the, the discomfort or, or familiarity of, of running a, a video call. And then from there, you can just have a call, a conference call naturally. What's um, also great about unified communications is it allows for collaboration. So now you can have multiple parties. They don't all need to be in the same place. They can uh, share documents. They can um, um, collaborate on certain um, items that, uh, you know, Typically, you'd be bringing a bunch of papers into a room, sharing those around the boardroom table, etc. Uh, all of the stuff is now online and easily accessible. So... That leads me to the next sort of area that I wanted to discuss with you, which is the the benefits of UC. Uh, In some of the key stats that I've mentioned, there were talks of that you can now introduce customer service into into your unified communications world by means of video, for example. So from a business benefits perspective, what would you say are the the key benefits that, that a business... So if I'm a business owner... And um, I'm interested in this. Why would I go down this road? Um, well, I think that there are obviously a number of facets to that um, question. Um, so the the sort of ob- most obvious one is that you can provide face-to-face communications with customers even uh, during the times that we fa- find ourselves in at the moment. Another benefit is that now using the technology, everything's online. You have a whole bunch of additional data relating to the various communications that you've had. That information can be used for analysis. You can start uh, interrogating the calls. You can um, you can um, pick up on keywords, you can do sentiment analysis, you can actually start um, um, 
um, adding technology and leveraging of, of the data that you're getting off of those to start enhancing these um, communications and to improve the, the way that, that people are communicating within your business. And similarly, if customers are phoning in, um, in, instead of having to listen in on all of their calls, you can have a system that will actually analyze these calls and they can point out key problem areas, identify areas that need to be um, um, improved on in your business, and it just um, – provides a whole lot of more information around the actual goings-on in your business, whereas in the past, people would pick up the phones, they'd be having telephone conversations all day long, you would actually never have any insights into what was being discussed there. So so if we unpack that a bit further, so historically, if I ran, in, let's say, for example, an accounting business, I would have my office premises, I'd have some internet and maybe some form of corporate communications like a switchboard or a PBX. And then this world new way of work came about and everybody had to stay at home and all of a sudden this UC is, is now shoved to the forefront. But historically I used to, how did I used to communicate with my customers? I have email, I have the telephone, maybe some form of online social media that I can communicate to them. And now we're in this UC world, but my impression is, is, is that a lot of businesses still view it as a predominantly internal method of communication and we still will send an email to a customer and when i when i want to engage with a customer i'm still going to make a phone call so and and that's the 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 question that i want to come back to is uh, how do i marry this video uc type world with my traditional pbx environment yeah so i think that you've raised a very very uh, valid point there that Customers see it as an internal um, tool or mechanism. Um, I think that's also just a, a function of the way that uh, communications networks uh, typically um, um, communicate between each other. Um, the, the traditional telephone number has always been the, the, the main point of entering into a business from a, from a communications perspective. Um, and also when you look at uh, technologies such as Zoom or Teams um, as an example – each user that's using those applications needs to have the same application. So you're speaking on net. Now to expose those networks to other technologies or other networks requires a little bit of uh, work to happen in the background. But if you can start um, um, educating customers on how, on the fact that they can port their numbers, they can use their existing telephone numbers that they've used on all their marketing um, collateral, um, their, their support numbers, et cetera, et cetera, um, combine those sort of let's say legacy technologies with the new technologies that are available you get the best of both worlds and uh, customers also need to understand that you can expose these unified communications technologies outside of the organization to customers who might not necessarily have uh, the same application but it's as easy as creating a link on your website and people can click on a button on your website which is publicly facing and they'll then enter into the world of your unified communications where your staff would be then manning those those uh, those lines effectively okay so and a lot of the uh, the conversations i have these days with this uh, and you know what my perception on this supposed new way of w- work is but a lot of people are saying oh we're so productive and we're getting so much more done and i don't have to communicate uh, or commute you know it's, I'm, it's just online and it's i'm so much more productive and um the impression that i get often is that uh, it's almost become uh, mechanical. I think the, the uh, term that was coined is, is Zoom fatigue, where we just, uh, you, you mentioned earlier about people hopping onto a call and just switching off the, the video, and there's one person 
blurping on around you, you know on the meeting the whole time, and everybody is it's almost become mechanical. So from a from a forward looking perspective, and I think there's a lot of people that have realised that. Uh, you know the the sheer volume of those calls have have, have also become a stumbling block to productivity. There's got to be a reason. It was almost too easy, so therefore you, you know you now just jump onto a call and you, you just do ten in a row, and at the end of the day you go, well, flip. I don't even remember what I said in the first one. So from a forward-looking perspective, how do we? What, what would you say does the future look? How do we make these meetings productive and and meaningful for business? Um, well, I think probably the start of that would just be a user education to to understand that uh, you don't necessarily have to have a, a conference call for e- every single conversation. Um, so use it when it's when it's really meaningful. Um, but then uh, beyond that, I think the technology, as I mentioned earlier, lends itself to. Um, adding on a whole bunch of additional functionalities to that. So there are already um, um, intelligent agents which, which you can also offload the work to. So basically it's a it's a computer uh, where you've built in a script. It will understand a person's natural language. It will be able to respond to them. And that's already uh, – uh, so let's use a, a customer service in, in environment. For standard questions that any customer would uh, have on a routine basis, rather put those through to a computer, which can then answer the questions. And if it needs to be escalated, then put it onto a, a, a physical human being who can then a- apply intelligence to that call and direct it accordingly. Um, and, and there are a number of examples like that. So AI, uh, machine learning, all of these new technologies are now something that we can then uh, add into the unified communications world just to improve on the insights that you're getting. Um, there's a bunch of analytics that can be applied. Uh, there's uh, call recording services which can transcribe the calls automatically. So now you have a written record of that call. Um, it just really creates a whole bunch of new avenues and new opportunities for organizations to get more intelligent about their communications. Uh, and th- what you say there now, that almost excites me. Is, is it like, like a virtual assistant? Um, like we, you have a meeting and then it takes the minutes of the meeting, for that, example. That's right, yeah. So one of the services that we're currently piloting at the moment, uh, you can have a conference call. There can be a number of people on that call. The, the virtual assistant will literally be taking minutes. Um, there are keywords that it will listen for. It will create action points. Once that call has been ended, it will automatically send those minutes out to all of the participants. And just that's just one of the examples that it makes the the um, the communicate the, the communication and, and and the call so much more um, interactive. I think those things are the the things about technology. That, this technology that excites me the most because you know, like I say, it's it's become so mechanical. But if we know that there is a productive outcome of of the meeting that we're doing, it will also probably um, eliminate a lot of unnecessary of these just uh, always on available meetings that one can have. Exactly that, um, and I think also you know the, because we have so many different. Um, applications that we can choose um, you don't as i say you don't always have to have a call you can just have a chat uh, that chat information can also be stored somewhere for, for reference at a later stage and i think to to wrap it up the last thing that's very important that i think that you mentioned and we talk about it on the show often and it's a, it's a key message that we're driving is the partner that you're working with in order to to access the technology is so critical because um, you need somebody that understands the technology, but also not just technology, how it fits into your business and how it can make your business more productive. 
I think that's that's the critical component of it. You need to really have a service provider who's going to work walk the journey with you, understanding what your particular requirements are in your business and showing you how you're going to use the unified communications that's specific to your uh, requirements. Thanks for listening to Unbundled, brought to you by Catalytic, a series that aims to demystify technology so that you can make smarter decisions in your business. Remember, you can listen to all of our episodes on the Cliff Central app or website. And in for added convenience, you can subscribe to podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you can listen. If you're looking for help with your communications tools in your business, make sure that you visit catalytic.co.za. Cliffcentral.com